Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I'm going to be talking this week about the energetics of money. I feel like I've been going through so many money up levels in the past few months being here in Costa Rica. And to explain what I mean by up levels, first and foremost, I mean triggers. Because all of our up levels come as a result of triggers, right? Because when we are triggered, when we're actively annoyed, bothered, sad, angered by something, when something brings up a quote-unquote heavy emotion, I call it a trigger. And what typically happens is the universe sends us experiences to pull out our triggers, to pull out our unconscious reactions, to show us what unconscious wounds within us and traumas are asking to be healed so that we can reach that next level that we're actually asking for. And so anytime in my life when I start to feel triggered about something constantly, and for me recently it's been money, I know that I'm heading towards a huge up level, right? The breakdown comes before the breakthrough always. So the triggers have been coming and they've been coming and they've been coming and I've been working through them, working through them and realizing that there's a deeper level of relationship that money is calling me to have with it, right? Because we all have a relationship with money, whether or not you're consciously aware of it. I say this all the time. Every single person has a relationship with the energy of money. Okay, because yes, money is just energy. It's just energy. It's a neutral energy. Your energy, I'm energy. Uh, My microphone I'm speaking into is energy. My phone I'm looking at right now to record this is made up of energy. Everything in the universe is made up of the same energy. And it's all neutral. Money is not evil. And it's also not this amazing, gonna save the world something to look up to you know we tend to put it on a pedestal like a celebrity and say oh it's so amazing people will have a lot of it I don't know how they do but I'll never be there or we look at the other side and we say money is the root of all evil in the world it causes all of the problems I wish it didn't exist we tend to go on both sides like there's so much polarity around money but the truth is money itself is neutral it's just a neutral energy Just like the phone that I'm looking at, it's neutral. But us as humans tend to place judgments and stories on things. And so we create a lot of stories around money. And these stories affect the relationship that we have around money. When we say money is is evil, it's the root of all the problems in the world, I hate money, it's so stressful, we create a negative connotation around money. And then we create basically this heavy energy around money. And what we put out into the world comes back to us, right? So when we put out this heavy energy around money, money is not attracted to us. And you can think of it like a relationship that you have with a lover, right? Think of money as your lover. If you were talking shit about your lover, if you didn't trust your lover, you thought your lover was the root of all evil, you put your lover on a pedestal, any of these things, if you were desperate for your lover, 
that energy is going to be felt by your lover and it's going to push them away unconsciously. You're going to feel like the separation between the two of you. You might not even know why, but it's going to be there. It's the same thing with money. So many people don't know why they don't have it, why it's not attracted to them, why they can't manifest it, but they have this unconscious energy around money that's literally pushing money away from them. So if we want to attract more money, we need to heal our relationship with money and start to see money as our lover. Start to heal that relationship. Start to become the kind of person that money wants to be around, that money wants to spend time with, that money will actually be attracted to. If you want to become a magnet for money, you need to heal your relationship with money. Begin to actually treat money like a lover. Dive deep into what are the limiting beliefs and stories that I've been placing on money? Where do they come from? How can I reframe them and rewrite them? And then begin to see money as energy, as a neutral energy and realize that any unconscious reaction, any emotional response, aka any trigger that you have to financial scenarios is coming from a story, from a belief, most likely an unconscious limiting belief that you hold around money. So that was a long tangent, but coming back full circle, the point here is whenever you have a trigger around money, something happens and you don't feel good, you have an emotional response to a financial situation, it's letting you know, the universe is letting you know what your unconscious stories, your unconscious wounding is that's asking to be looked at, to be integrated, to be healed, to be loved, to be seen so that you can move past it and begin to attract at a higher level of abundance, right? So that's been happening to me. I think I shared on a previous podcast about I'm paying my rent for my home in North Carolina. I'm paying my car, which is at home in North Carolina. I'm also paying living expenses here in Costa Rica. I've got this beautiful home that I love so much. I found this perfect, luxurious home that I, everything that I wanted, that I wanted manifested. And then I suddenly had this guilt around, oh my gosh, I'm paying rent here. I'm paying rent in the States. I'm paying for my car, all of these things that I'm not even using. And so I've been basically asked or invited by the universe to step deeper into a higher level of abundance and a deeper level of faith and knowing that the money always comes back. And I already have this belief and I've already programmed this deeply inside of me that the money always comes back, but there was this other level of, of I am wasting money. The money is getting thrown away. It's not going to come back. And so there is this deeper deeper level of, oh my gosh, this is an opportunity for me to trust, to have even more faith, to know that I get to sink into gratitude for the idea that I'm even able to create this life for myself, that I'm able to say, I want to stay in Costa Rica and manifest a home of my dreams, that I'm able to do that. And that money and finances doesn't get to control or dictate the way I live my life because money is a neutral energy. And when I pay my rent in the States with abundance, I know that money is getting sent off with love and it's going to people who need it more than I need it. And it's going to circulate into the economy with love. And it's going to create a ripple effect, a positive impact on the world because I'm sending that abundant energy with it. And I know that when I do that, it always comes back to, comes back to me tenfold because that is my belief, that is my reality. Every penny I spend from alignment, from an abundant place internally, brings back tenfold amount of abundance. And so I got to reframe this for myself and step into a higher level of abundance. And at the same time, I've had little money triggers happening around me, um, you know, experiences with lending people $5 and someone not paying me back, right? Things that typically don't trigger me because 
I have an abundant relationship with money and small things have begun to show up in my reality over and over and over and trigger me. And at the same time, it has once again been an invitation for me to step into a higher level of having a deep respect for money and setting stronger boundaries around what I am and am not available for and showing up with an even more abundant energy around what experiences I am energetically available for and what experiences I am not available for and speaking my truth and showing up in the little ways when it doesn't seem like it matters, right? Because if we're letting money leaks show up in our reality, we do nothing about it, right? We have a a $5 subscription every month that we don't feel like canceling, but you know, it's just five bucks, so who cares? And the money just leaks out of the bank account. Or, you know, that one friend who maybe you bought dinner for and you know you agreed you were going to split it and they keep forgetting to pay you back and you don't want to be awkward and bring it up right but oh you're abundant so you're not going to bring it up right no these are opportunities to set our boundaries and to show the universe what we are or are not available for and if we allow money leaks to continue to show up in our reality we do nothing about them we will continue to leak money and also leak energy right because it's a scarcity vibration to allow money leaks to stay in our reality because money is just energy and the way you treat it becomes the way it treats you, right? Everything that you put out comes back to you tenfold. The way you treat money is showing money how to treat you, just like in a relationship. The way you treat yourself is showing the other person how they are allowed to treat you, what you believe you are worthy of. Same thing with money. The way you talk to yourself about money, the way you speak about money, the way you act about money is showing the universe what you are available for in regards to your finances. So with that said, I would invite you to ask yourself, what does my relationship with money look like? Do I have money leaks? Do I have money disappearing and I don't know where it's going? And if you have never before, I recommend, highly recommend tracking your money for a couple of months. I no longer strictly tracked all of my money, but I did in the beginning so I could uncover where the leaks were. Where is the money going? What are you spending on? And is where the money is going, whatever you're spending on, is it in alignment with where you want your life to be? Is it in alignment with the life that you are trying to call in? Because if the majority of the money that you're spending is not in alignment with the life that you want to manifest, then you're putting your energy in the wrong place. Where are the money leaks? Where is most of the money going? Is it disappearing? How are you spending it? And most of us are afraid to do this, right? To actually print out our bank account statements and go through every single payment and look at where it came from and get an idea of, is my spending in alignment with my highest self? Is my spending in alignment with the life that I desire? Is my spending in alignment with my highest joy, my highest excitement, my highest inspiration? Or is my spending more in alignment with things that fill a void, things that give me a short-term high, things that I'm trying to to buy to create this like short-term feeling of worthiness right so many of us use spending as a way to fill this void of not feeling good enough and so we spend money that maybe we don't have or we don't even really want to spend on clothes or on beers or on I don't know whatever it might be for you And there's nothing wrong with spending money on clothes or beers. I do that. But what is the intention behind it? Is the intention inspiration, excitement, joy, fun? Or is the intention truly on a root level, under the surface, that there's some pain that I don't want to feel? And when the pain comes up, I need something else to bring me a short-term high so that I can avoid this pain. Because that's what it used to be for me, right? I would... 
I was, there was a time period where I was addicted to online shopping. And when I look back at that and ask myself, why did I spend so much money on all of this shit that I don't even use and I don't even need, especially in a time period when I didn't have that much money. And I looked at it and I realized that there was a part of me that felt deeply unworthy and was in a lot of pain, but it was an unconscious part of me. And whenever that pain was triggered by something, I didn't want to feel it. And so my unconscious response was to shop to give me that short-term high. And for some people, it might be to open the fridge and to eat some sweets or to go drink some beers or to turn on Netflix. We all use something different to numb the pain that we don't want to feel. But when you begin conscious of the ways that you're spending money to numb pain or fill a void, you can then begin to shift it. You can then begin to, in that moment, say, hey, wait a second, what is my intention behind spending this money? Is it an abundant intention or is it a void filling intention? Is it an avoidance intention? Because if so, can I allow myself to sit with the discomfort for a few moments of whatever it is that I'm trying to avoid? Because when we make the intentional choice to only spend money or to dominantly spend money from an abundant energy, from an intention of this is inspiring to me, this feels intuitively right for me. It might also feel scary, but it feels right. It feels exciting versus unconscious spending of following our unconscious gut decisions, our unconscious need to crave that high, to receive that high. When we make the decision to consciously choose to spend money abundantly, you're also making the decision to receive money abundantly. Okay, and this is, this is where it gets tricky because so many people ask, okay, well, what, what do I spend money on? What do I invest in? Is it okay to buy beers? Is it okay to buy clothes online? Is it okay to buy sweets? Is it okay to spend money on this or that? But there is no black or white answer. It is not the actual action, but the energy and intention behind it. You always want to ask yourself, what is my intention behind spending this money? Is there a feeling I'm hoping to receive? Is there status I'm hoping to receive? Is there a sense of worthiness I'm hoping to receive? Is there something I'm avoiding? Or does it truly feel inspiring? So, my recommendations once again. Look at all of your bank statements and get clear on where the money is going. Look at any leaks. Ask yourself, are there places in my life where I'm afraid of asking for money that I know that I deserve or I'm owed or I'm worth? Can I speak my truth? How am I showing up for money? What is my relationship to it? How am I speaking about money? How am I thinking about money? What are my judgments about money and where do they come from? And what are my spending habits around money? Am I an unconscious spender or a conscious spender? And how can I shift this so that I am dominantly consciously spending money and consciously focusing on where my energy and intentions are before I'm handing over my credit card, before I'm pressing that buy button, before I'm handing over the cash? Because like I said before, and I'll say this a million times, money is just energy. It's just a neutral energy and you can attract as much of it as you desire because everything you desire is already yours. It's already existing in the quantum field. As soon as you think of an idea and it feels exciting to you, it's already existing in the quantum field, right? If you think of the universe, there are unlimited numbers of timelines available to you because time doesn't really exist. It's a human created concept. There is no real time. There is no universal time. Everything is happening right now. And every reality, every potential reality that you could be living is available to you right now, is existing already. So the reality in which you have a shit ton of money, if you desire it and if it feels exciting to you, is already existing. It's already yours. It's in the quantum field. Think of like 
the quantum field is this huge vortex, like this bubble of everything available to you. There's money in there. There's love in there. There's purpose in there. Your dream car, your dream home, everything you want is in there. And it's yours. You can have any of it. You simply need to become the energetic match for it so that you can grab it out of the vortex and actually experience it in this physical reality. It's already yours though. You just need to choose it with your energy. And when I say you already have the money, it's already yours. You can think of it like, you know, let's say um, you want to have an experience of skinny dipping in the ocean or jumping out of a plane skydiving. Those experiences are already yours. You simply need to choose to have them. You need to make this the decision, I'm going to go to the ocean. I'm going to book a skydiving experience. That experience is already yours. You don't need to become worthy of it. It's yours. You simply need to choose it. Money is also already yours. You don't need to become worthy of it or do anything uh, to deserve it. It's already yours, but you need to choose it. And in the same way, if you say, I want to go skinny dipping in the ocean, you already believe that's possible for you, right? Most of you watching this probably do. You know where an ocean is. You probably have a car or could get on a bus or a plane or find a way to get yourself there. You could make it happen. And you believe that it's already possible for you. There's no doubt in your mind that, yeah, of course, that experience is available for me. I can make it happen. Same with jumping out of a plane. If I really wanted to set my mind to it, I can make it happen. I believe it's possible. When we think about attracting a lot of money, most of us don't think the same way. We don't think of it as jumping in the ocean. We think of it as that's impossible. How could I ever have that much money? I don't believe that can happen for me. And so even though that money is already in your vortex, it's in the quantum field, it's yours, the universe has given it to you, you are not choosing it with your energy because you don't believe it's possible for you to have it. And this is why... Attracting and manifesting money is so much more than just finding the business strategies or getting the promotion or finding the new job because you can do all of that stuff. You know, you can win the lottery, you can do a million things. But if you're not an an energetic match for that money, it's not going to stay. It is essential to dive deep into your internal world and uncover what are my actual belief systems around money that are blocking me from believing that this is possible for me. And how can I begin to shift my belief? Because until you truly believe, believe, believe on a deep internal level that it's possible for you, when you believe that you can have it and that it's actually already yours, then it's going to show up. It'll show up as soon as you believe that, but until you do, it won't. If you didn't believe that it was possible for you to go skinny dip in the ocean, it would never happen because you're not choosing that experience. Same thing with money. You have to choose the experience of being rich. You have to choose the experience of manifesting a lot of money, which means you first have to believe. And to believe that it's possible, you don't need to try to believe it. You simply need to unlearn everything that made you believe that it wasn't possible for you, that you were unworthy of it in the first place. And this is a lot of what I do in my academies, a lot of what I teach. I always say manifesting is less a process of learning to manifest and more a process of unlearning all the other bullshit that has been programmed into our minds since we were children, making us believe that we were unworthy of everything that we ever desired. Making us believe that life had to be really hard, that life had to be a struggle, that there was never enough. Because the truth is that there is always enough. There can always be enough. There can always be more than enough. There can be always be an overflow. You're worthy of an overflow of abundance, an overflow of money. You're worthy of a bank account that grows every single day if you desire it. 
the only thing blocking you from that experience is your own belief system, is your own mind, are the stories that are existing within your unconscious mind, right? Because your unconscious mind is actually manifesting 90 to 95% of your reality. And so you might say, hey, I believe I can have money. But your subconscious mind says, wait a second. We had this, this, and this experience when you were five years old. And from those experiences, we learn to believe that it's not possible for us to have a lot of money because we saw the adults around us struggling or because you know we saw money cause so many problems in relationships and I don't want that now. Or because um, when I was a child, I was told that I'm always gonna have to work really hard to make money. And whatever we learn when we're kids, we internalize into our subconscious mind and it becomes the basis from which we manifest as adults. So if you've never looked deep at deep within yourself at the stories that are actually controlling your life right now, life is never going to change. If you don't change something in here, nothing out here will shift. And this is why most of the world is not changing their lives. They're living within the same financial realities because no one teaches you this, right? No one teaches you that money is an inside job. Everything is an inside job. But money especially, it's an inside job. And you can do all of the things. But if you don't do the internal things, you cannot attract the external abundance. To attract abundance, financial abundance, in your 3D reality, you must cultivate internal abundance first. And we do this by unlearning all of the scarcity, all of the scarcity stories that have been building up within us since we were children. So I mentioned this before and I want to touch on this again and it's the concept that when it comes to money or anything for that matter, what you project must come back to you always. It's the basics of law of attraction. The energy you send into the universe always comes back to you no matter what. And this is why I say it's not the action that matters but the energy and intention behind it. You know, I've seen this misconstrued so many times, right? Like, oh, everything you put out comes back. I'm going to go spend a thousand dollars and I know it's going to come back to me. It's not how it works. It's the energy and intention behind the money you're spending. When we spend from an abundant place, it comes back to us abundantly. When we spend from an aligned place, we attract more aligned experiences. When we spend from a scarcity state, we attract more scarcity. And so a big part of attracting and manifesting money is trusting money trusting that it comes back to you when you spend it from an aligned place. And a big part of my journey in manifesting money has been investing money in myself in aligned ways, investing in people, programs, coaches, mentors who were where I wanted to be. And over and over and over, I invested money I didn't have. And the amount of money got bigger and bigger and bigger as I manifested more money. The first time I ever invested money in a coach, I invested my rent money and then some when I was living paycheck to paycheck on a manifestation coach and I was so mortified that I didn't tell anyone, not even my best friend in the whole world. But that experience, if I hadn't taken that risk, I wouldn't be where I am right now because I knew then what I know now. That every penny I spend in alignment with myself and the future I desire comes back to me tenfold. And I knew the future that I desired to manifest. And I knew that what I was doing wasn't working. And I knew that energetically, what I put out comes back. So I spent the money, invested in the coach, and the next month it came back threefold. And every time I continued to do it, it came back in larger and larger and larger amounts. Because investing, investing in yourself is energetically paying yourself when you invest from an aligned place of abundance.
I now know that every penny I spend in alignment with my highest self, my highest self being the version of me who's living the life of my dreams. When I think of her, I visualize her and I ask her, hey, what did you spend money on to get you where you are? What did you invest money in? When I spend money in that way, it comes back to me tenfold. Every penny I spend makes me richer. My old belief system used to be every penny I spend makes me poorer. I have less. Right? That would be the logical explanation of money. You spend money and you have less, right? No. I don't live my life in a logical, rational way. I build beliefs around the life that I want to have. I don't build beliefs based on the reality that I currently see. If you base all of your beliefs on what you see in your reality, you will never change your life. Because you manifest what you believe. And so this is why I hate hearing, oh, when I see it, I'll believe it. No, 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 no. When you believe it, you will see it. Ask yourself, what financial reality do I desire to have? And what beliefs would actually support that reality? So I began to to choose the belief. Every penny I spend from alignment comes back to me multiplied. Now, to actually wire that belief in deeply, I had to act on it before I believed it. And this is the part of manifestation that gets difficult. When you're building a new belief system, there's going to be a time period before you actually believe it. And you're going to need to act on the belief that you wish to believe before you believe it. And it's going to be scary and it's going to be uncomfortable. And for me, that meant spending money in a way that felt really scary, but also really aligned and exciting. So I showed up as if the belief that when I spend in an aligned way, when I invest my money in a way that's in alignment with the future I desire, it comes back to me multiplied. And I continue to act on that belief. And the universe continued to show up for me and to show me proof of the belief that I was asking to believe. And so every time the money I spent came back, I believed it a little bit more. I believed it a little bit more until one day I didn't need to try to believe it anymore. It was suddenly just a dominant belief because I chose it and I asked the universe for proof and I acted as if I believed it until it became my reality. You have to act on the beliefs you desire to believe before you actually believe them. If you're waiting to see proof, if you're waiting to feel completely confident, your life will never change. So I always say changing your life is not always rainbows and butterflies. It's difficult. You got to face your shadows. (laughs) You got to face a lot of shit. You got to feel emotions. You got to make decisions that terrify you sometimes. But this is how you change your life. The magic doesn't exist within your comfort zone. It is way outside of the comfort zone. You've got to align yourself with abundant beliefs, an abundant belief system. And for me, a big part of my journey was aligning myself with generosity. I began in the beginning before I had a lot of money to tip in really uncomfortable ways. I remember getting an astrology reading and it was $80. At the time, I didn't have that much money. I had just quit my corporate job uh, and was trying to start my business but not making money yet. And the reading was so good. It really, honestly, it was a turning point for me. It changed my life at the time. And I just felt this like nudge, this voice in my head, like, Kristen, you should tip him 100%. That would make his day. And then another voice, oh, no, I can't do that. You're not even making money right now, Kristen. Where is that money going to come from? But I remember in the beginning of my, of my manifestation journey, watching a lot of Tony Robbins, and I remember him saying something along the lines of, you know, the best way, if you only had $5 left, to your name. The best way to spend it would be to give it away. And so I remember being at that reading and being like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Tony Robbins. I'm going to listen to that other voice in my head that says do this. 
And I remember tipping in 100% and feeling so uncomfortable about it, feeling like, oh my gosh, that was my grocery money for the week. What am I doing? Kristen, you're not even making money. But then when those thoughts came up, I chose to reframe and lean into trust and into faith and into abundance and say, you know what? No matter how scared or uncomfortable I feel right now, I know that money is coming back to me tenfold. And I know that the abundance I just gave to that man is coming back to me as well. And just the joy of creating an abundant experience for someone else put me in such an abundant state, I became a magnet and I signed my first high ticket client that evening. I think it was like $1,200. So the money didn't just come back tenfold, it came back much more than that. When you align yourself with generosity, the universe becomes generous with you as well. Because what you put out come back. And in a perfectly aligned world where everyone was in a total state of abundance, there would never be arguments over, you know, who's paying for what, right? There would actually be arguments over, no, I want to pay for everything. Because we know that when we spend abundantly, it comes back. Arguments about money wouldn't be a thing. But we live in a world that, where most of us are basing our decisions off of, there's never enough, it's not coming back. Or we're spending in an unconscious way. And so we attract so much scarcity to us that we believe scarcity is all that exists and we act on scarcity, a scarcity belief system. And so when I realized that I had been acting off a scarcity belief system, I began to shift to generosity. And this doesn't mean letting people cross your boundaries. This doesn't mean letting people off the hook. This means choosing to act from generosity while having boundaries around money and what you are available for. And for me in the beginning, that looked like tipping in ways that made me feel uncomfortable. That was how I first started pushing the boundaries of money and beginning to believe that it would come back to me. Investing in myself in scary ways and tipping in uncomfortable ways. And before I knew it, I was attracting more money than I even knew what to do with. And obviously this isn't the only thing I did. I didn't just start tipping and investing in myself and expect everything to change. I was doing the internal work every single day. I was looking at my belief systems. I was healing. I was taking programs, working with coaches. And my financial reality began to shift dramatically because my internal reality shifted dramatically. And I continue to up-level my internal reality to higher levels of abundance, which is why my external reality continues to attract higher levels of abundance and higher levels of abundance because I know that I am so supported by the universe because I know that I built an abundant belief system and I know that my beliefs are always manifesting into my reality. So whenever there's a moment where money doesn't come or things seem to go backward, I know that it's simply an illusion, a, a reflection of some scarcity belief system that's coming up within me to be healed. And it's just short term because abundance is my true nature. Any scarcity in my reality that shows up around finances is short lived is short-term. It's the breakdown before the breakthrough. It's simply an opportunity to up-level in abundance. And I believe this about every single human being. So if you look at your reality, the struggles and challenges that show up as opportunities, as the universe literally showing you, laying all of your limiting beliefs on a platter so you can see them consciously because they're typically unconscious and saying, here, this is what is blocking you. I am showing you your blocks so that you can work through them. If you look at your challenges like that, you can use them to level up in every area of your life, not just finances. My favorite question to ask people is, what would it feel like to know that you're always financially supported and that you're always going to have more than enough? 
and that you can have anything you want in this life. No matter what, you know, the universe is your sugar daddy. When I, my best friend and I always joke about this, especially in the beginning of our journey, like, oh, you know what? I'm putting this on the universe's credit card. This is aligned, right? The universe will pay for this one. That's how I think of money. When it's aligned, the universe will put it on, it, on its credit card. If it's not aligned, it goes on mine. The universe always supports alignment. So ask yourself, truly, what would it feel like to know that I'm always provided for? That aligned choices are always supported by the universe. That I'll always be guided in making financial decisions that are in alignment with my highest self. And sink into what that would actually feel like. Even if you don't believe it yet, start asking yourself, what might it feel like if I did believe that? And how might I show up differently in my reality if I did believe that? And last thing I want to touch on here is joy is magnetic. Your joy is magnetic. None of this matters without joy. Childlike joy is magnetic and abundant. Children are the most abundant creatures on this planet because they haven't yet been programmed with scarcity, with limiting beliefs, with the feelings of unworthiness that we all, we all tend to store away as we grow up. What brings you pure childlike joy? Are you prioritizing your joy? Your joy, your pleasure is magnetic. Money is your lover. Money loves to see you in your pleasure, in your joy. How often are you, priorita- are you prioritizing your joy? If you're not prioritizing joy, you're not prioritizing abundance. You're not prioritizing your energy. And prioritizing joy doesn't mean ignoring heavy emotions. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to cry. In fact, feeling your heavy emotions will help you to feel more joy. If you're faking happiness to feel joy, you're simply repressing the sadness and the anger and the rage, but it's still within you, holding down your vibration. By prioritizing joy, I mean honoring how you feel in each and every moment, but prioritizing the activities that actively bring you pleasure. What brings you pleasure? What brings you joy? What brings you laughter? What brings you excitement? Prioritize those things every single day. And simply by doing that, if you take nothing from this podcast but that, that will change your life. And, you know, this is why my academies work so well. And this is why so many people fail at business. But our students who go through BMC, my Manifestation Certification Academy, manifest they're manifesting so much money in their businesses. They're making 10K months. They're quitting their jobs. They're quitting their jobs. Why? Because we're doing this work first. We're doing the internal work. We're clearing out all the shit, all the gunk. We're looking at the shadow of money. We're clearing out the limiting beliefs and they're getting really, really clear on what's blocking them and we're removing the blocks. We're building a state of internal abundance before they even get into the business stuff. So by the time they start the business in the last six weeks, they're already abundant internally and they're, they're energetically aligned with success and abundance. That's why so many business courses don't work because if you're just doing the business strategy and you're not doing the internal stuff, you're not setting yourself up for success. You're not setting yourself up for financial abundance to be manifested and attracted to you. And with that said, BMC is currently open for enrollment. If you're interested in, uh, in becoming a certified manifestation coach, if you feel like that's your calling at all, I would love to have you. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about manifestation. It's a deep dive. This is the deepest, best content I've ever created ever. It's the culmination of everything I've learned over my entire lifetime of lifetime, my entire last probably five years of studying manifestation and manifesting my dream life over and over and over. And you're getting intimate support from myself and Ross. It's always a really small group. Ross is um, my personal business coach. He's 
helped me manifest half a million in sales, going from broke to half a million. And um, I'm going to help you become a magnet for money. And he's going to teach you the business strategy so that you can begin to manifest the purpose and the impact and the money and everything that you desire. So if you feel called, you feel like you're on this planet to help people, you're a light worker, uh, you want to manifest abundance, you want time freedom, location freedom, and you feel called to working with me, I would love to have you. Where Enrollment is only open for another couple of weeks. If you're listening to this and it is um, not April 2021, uh, join our wait list because we will be opening the program every few months. So the link is going to be in the show notes to apply right now or to join the wait list if you're listening to this later. Make sure if you're listening to this um, real time, make sure you apply ASAP because spots are already filling. We're keeping it really small because we like the groups to be intimate so we can give you lots of support and personal attention. But with all of that said, um, I love all of you so much. If this podcast helped you, it would mean the world if you left me an honest review on iTunes. As usual, if you screenshot the review and email it to support at pursuitablist.com, I will send you a little free gift for myself straight to your inbox. Sending you all so much love. Um, don't forget to connect with me on Instagram. I love hearing from you and seeing your shares about the podcast. I'm at pursuitablist with an underscore, and I will talk to you all next week. Mwah.